Bailey Davenport breathed in the hustle and bustle of Quincy Market, only a few yards from Boston Harbor and a mere two-minute walk from her apartment. She scanned the menus above each of the food stalls, just as she had done most nights for the past five years. The mouth-watering aromas of Thai food, pasta, pizza, and sandwiches of every variety warred with freshly baked cupcakes, bread, pretzels, and freshly brewed coffee. A feast for the eyes and the stomach. Yet she couldn't find anything that appealed to her tonight, so she chose an old favorite. She ordered a hoagie from the Philly steak and cheese counter and winced inwardly when the server greeted her by name. Maybe it's time for a change of routine. She took her sandwich and bottle of water and bypassed the busy dining area. No matter how busy it was, she never had a problem finding a place to eat. There was always one seat available somewhere. But the idea of eating alone in the crowded market hall made her feel awkward tonight. She crossed the cobbled and uneven pedestrian street under the shadow of the historic Faneuil Hall. During tourist season, people filled the streets for the fine shopping, good food, and the pilgrimage to the Cradle of Liberty, as the hall was better known. But it was December, and only the locals and a few hardy souls braved the snow and the bitter wind coming off the water. She pulled her scarf tighter around her neck and watched where she was walking, careful not to lose her balance on the icy, snow-covered stones. She juggled her items as she keyed the lock and pushed open the door to her apartment. She tossed her keys onto the small table in the hallway and hung up her coat, knocking the few flakes of snow from her shoulders. She clicked on the light and riffled through her mail. Junk, 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 and a credit card application for a Jesus Hernandez. Return to sender, she said as she tossed it all into the trash can. The small one-bedroom apartment was clean and fit, what fashionistas described as the minimal look. There was one recliner facing a TV that wasn't plugged in, and a two-seater sofa sat under the window. There was a single photograph on the bookshelves lined with crime novels and her graduation picture from the Boston Police Academy. She hated silence. A quiet so profound that she could hear her own heartbeat seemed to fill the small apartment, and she couldn't bear it. She'd never been able to. Sitting in a car, on the street, in an empty building, she had no problem with the silence. She loved the peace she could find in the early morning when the streets were practically deserted. But in her home, she couldn't stand it. No, it was her apartment, not her home. Silence meant thoughts took on a life of their own, and the memories wouldn't stop. The dining table was covered with papers, notepads, and photographs. She unpacked the thin briefcase she carried with her and wrote a note on a small index card. She highlighted the title of the card carefully and pinned it to the corkboard over her dining room table. A photograph at the center of the board had strings leading to a wide variety of different cards in a kind of spiderweb formation. Some were addresses, others were misdemeanor codes, felony codes, and sentences. All of them were tiny tidbits in the life of the woman in the picture, an occasional prostitute and a full-time junkie with a string of convictions for theft, fencing stolen property, possession, 
and the one that had changed the life of Bailey when she was only ten years old. Child neglect. The card she pinned up today was highlighted in blue with the address of yet another halfway house. Another dead end in the search she had never officially been a part of, but had been working for almost 25 years. She was just one more missing person in an ever-increasing number of faces that would be forever missed by those who loved them and would never know why or where or when.